Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. Welcome. We are live on YouTube. We are youtube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Getting used to it now. Getting used to that. Hey, or you're listening to us on maybe a podcast app like mm. Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Yeah, podcast Addict. Whatever it may Stitcher. be. Yeah. What else is there? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Don't Napster. Know. Uh, Pirate Bay. Yep. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Uh, we're both wearing football jerseys. Hey, I'm, I'm like hedging my bets today because I've got my... Well, your Dolphins jersey on, and I'm representing the New Orleans Saints, so I, I know we'll be a winner somehow today, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. sports. They're, they're playing, right? Yeah. Tonight, right, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Uh, uh, the so- Rihanna show, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard there was a, a bunch of kids playing ball in between the sides. Yeah. I, I've got a prediction, early prediction. Yeah. Um, after the Rihanna concert, Twitter will be divided. There'll be people saying... That sucked. Yeah. I hated that worst halftime show ever. Of course. The other half will be going, that was the best halftime show ever. And there will be a, a bunch of people going, what was she wearing? Why was she not wearing any clothes? That's so disrespectful. That's so disgusting. And other people going, hey, you know, love the body. She looked great. Free the nip, all that shit. Yeah. So that's wait, my prediction. Wait, are we suggesting that we're getting another free the nip? Uh, I mean, is Justin Timberlake going to... I don't think he's coming out. Uh, no, okay. they won't perform this song. free the nip. Why yeah, not? absolutely. Uh, so the Super Bowl is later today. So we're yes. pretty much your pregame for the Super Bowl here. And uh, I mean, now's a, now's a good time more than ever. P- put some prop bets down. Because mm. like, think about it. You could put some money down. Like, what what would happen if I put a hundred dollars down on whatever app or website? On the Eagles? On no, on like weird things. Like, I don't know anything about actual sports. I watch wrestling, but I know if I put like a hundred bucks down, maybe uh, Rihanna's boo, baby daddy, ASAP Rocky will come up. Okay. You know, maybe I could win some money if mm. he shows up. I once won money on the Super Bowl for uh, predicting that uh, Bruno Mars would wear a collarless shirt. So how much did you win? five bucks something ah, like that. i don't know I, I i like yeah. like having like 25 quid something like that yeah spread it about around a load of random things uh my prediction is the eagles win fly eagles fly right um and uh but yeah i also like who's doing the national anthem this year chris, chris stapleton <laughs> maybe okay he's pretty lit actually uh i like guessing on like the length okay. uh if it you is know, him, people like to like riff the fuck out of the national he probably anthem. will but he also is he plays, a riffer he well, he has a fantastic voice he does that uh song our friend sam sings at karaoke oh um fuck it's like uh, country but tennessee, man. tennessee whiskey? whiskey man oh, okay man, what a banger country doesn't tend to riff as much but he's got right? a really like good you put voice. mariah out there and it's going to be a five minute national anthem yeah so hmm yeah uh i by the time maybe by the time you're listening to this uh, all these things uh like already happened and maybe we loved the super bowl and maybe we like didn't i don't know uh you're you're now working later tonight so you're gonna be working the super bowl i am yeah uh yeah the the regular sunday bartender's sick so uh i'm stepping up to the plate nice you know laces something out. on yeah <laughs> laces out yeah um no I, i'm okay with that the super bowl normally there's so many breaks in football that people just order during the break so normally i get to Watch, watch the game it. as well, which yeah. is nice. Whereas, like soccer, um, it's it's a lot more free flowing, so it's it's usually a bit harder to watch. But football, yeah, it's normally okay. Yeah, so we're gonna be watching it possibly. Maybe uh, 
don't know. It's, I'm excited. Yes. I'm just, I'm just excited. The only jerseys we have... Well, you have another jersey. You just couldn't find it. I've got it. a Saints jersey somewhere, yeah. which I couldn't find, who also aren't playing. Yeah. Um, and Wait, the Dolphins aren't playing either? <laughs> uh, and I've also got uh, a few WrestleMania jerseys. I've got a WrestleMania 30 and a WrestleMania 31 football jersey, yeah. which I wanted to wear. Wow, do you ever wear those? Imagine wearing that. Your <laughs> I've worn my... It would be like the Rob Lowe NFL hat. <laughs> yeah, right? I want that just to recreate that moment. Yeah. Uh, I, I once wore my Rated R Superstar like hockey jersey to a Leafs game. Okay. And it was okay because it's Toronto Leafs. Yeah, and yeah. if anyone knew what it was, they were like, okay, that's cool. But uh, yeah, interesting. I The reason I have two Dolphin jerseys because my friend Shane and I, like growing up, we loved... Uh, like watching Ace Ventura and he got me a Merino jersey years ago and then somehow got like the Ray Finkel name on the back of this one so orange is definitely not my color I hate orange so you look all right in orange I look all right wearing a, a jersey yeah I could I could look like a sports guy Go sports. I, I I probably shouldn't be wearing white because I'm quite pale. But uh, I don't know. Uh, you don't look too I guess pale I, right I, now. I've got my little my little Cuban <laughs> tan going on right now. Yeah, you're uh, hola amigo. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Well, it feels right now talking, hanging out. The with Sultan you. has returned, bearing gifts. Oh, name, name the film. Uh, the Little Drummer Boy. Closer. <laughs> really? It's, it's he returns from from his trip. Yeah, and it's that's where he finds out about the affair. And then calls her a fucked up slag. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I haven't come back empty-handed. I've got quite a few things here. Okay. I, I went on a nice excursion. Went to a couple of cities. Well, okay. Yeah. Where did you go? Um. So I was in Keio Guillermo, okay. uh, nearest airport, Keio Coco, and yeah, yeah, yeah. went did this excursion, which was it was great value for money. If anyone's ever going there, it was ninety bucks. It took me to a crocodile farm nice where i got to help hold a crocodile wow i held a flamingo i held an iguana and felt like a bond villain and then like mr iguana went to uh, a city called moron okay um got to walk around there went to this little like art museum then went to this other city which was a bit more happening i can't remember the name uh, that's where i went for lunch and then went to a rum and cigar bar oh and then um we went to this lagoon where they have these like world championship speedboat racing things. So okay. we went on a speedboat around this. Was lagoon, it a black lagoon? Which was awesome. Uh, no, no. <laughs> it was beautiful. It reminded me because Cuba's kind of close to Florida. It yeah. kind of reminded me like of the Everglades. Of and course, stuff. yeah. Um, so that was awesome. And then on the way back, they're saying, and we're going to give you a souvenir um, for the trip. So we'll give you a, a bottle of rum and a hey. cigar. Ooh. And I was expecting like, you know, a little airplane bottle of rum and they gave a full fucking <laughs> oh Havana Club Havana yes definitely Club. one of my favorites um so which I've I've already right. opened and then I bought from the the rum bar just before another oh okay Club. that's there we go now you're speaking yeah. my language what is that especial especial which was only Havana like 14 Club. Canadian ridiculous <laughs> First, that huge bar um I got I know you wanted Ridiculous. some like oh here we things. go baby ooh Monte Cristo uh, don't smoke kids it's Cubans bad for you look at that any Americans out there this is this is some gold to someone and, where's our cigar smokers and at? then got like the proper like big cigars oh, right Jesus. here um which I've got to give one to a guy at work so take your pick there oh my god Proper, Those like, are Stokes. Those are Kingpin from Spider-Man. Yeah. That's a Bond villain. So I need that with the iguana. <laughs> uh, but then I got uh, uh, 
Whoa. Ashtray. Oh, that's beautiful. For the BDE. For the BDE. And I saw this wow. and I Holy couldn't. Cow. Oh, I've also got the, the cigar cutter. cutter thing. And I saw something and I couldn't not get this. <laughs> it's a frog. A poison rana. It's a frog. frog. It's an actual so frog. That is going not a live frog. Going on the set. <laughs> He's putting it on our set. The now. AEW championship yeah. next to Bret Hart and Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Omega, yeah. a frog, and Bret Hart. So wow, look at that. Yeah, we have a frog for our a, set. Had a great time. Wow, beautiful. Wow, thank you so much. This is uh, this is incredible. These are huge. These They're stogies. nice. Yeah, you don't even like cigars. No, but... <laughs> I did. I did have one. Yeah, did you smoke some? Uh, one thin one. Yeah, uh, yeah at like the them. resort because there was like a cigar and rum bar there yeah. where. Like, was just tasting different rums and stuff. Right, yeah. And uh, what was funny was going around, like, I'd order a rum punch, and it, each bar you went to, it would be different. completely different. Um, but, yeah, it was it was a great trip. Most of my trips are, you know, like, wrestling trips and right, stuff. Yeah. And going to cities, and it's busy, busy, and they're great, but I come back and I need a yeah. vacation. Yeah. So I felt like this really, like, recharged the batteries, reset me. Came back. I've been happy to go back to work. Nice. Fucking beautiful outside today. It is. Um, life is good. All right. Life is good. That's what you needed. A nice little, like, chilling out. Mm. Just vibing. Yeah. Going to a beach. A beach can do wonders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You picked, of all the places to move from the UK, you picked a place where it gets cold half it's the year. Cold. And it's cold. it's depressing. Yeah, it was here or <laughs> Australia, but, um, yeah. Hey, we could let's go. Fuck it, we could know someone that there I'm now. Thinking, I want to. I want to do something next Vengeance Day as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next Vengeance Day, let's just go to Vengeance Day. Uh, yeah, I won't, I wouldn't have wanted to go to North Carolina. To be fair, I want to go to North. However, Carolina, however, however, we are a wrestling show, and you just came back from vacation, and I, I was uh, planning on doing a similar vacation. Just I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it now during my girlfriend's reading week. We were planning on doing it, but. I want to go back to Mexico. Mexico mm. is, is awesome. And a friend of ours, Big Tom, mm. was just is, is still there in Mexico. And I said to him, like, hey, you should look if AAA does, like, shows. And he did. And he happened to be, like, nearby a huge – like, a show that they put on with, like, all this AAA talent. And he went to the show and got floor seats for, like, not a lot of Nothing. money and hung out and had a crazy time. And now I'm like, okay, like – I need to. That sounds like such a great like yeah. trip. You get to go to Mexico, and then also you could just spend one night and go watch wrestling. But now there's you know little birdies of rumors going around the wrestling mill that Kota Ibushi has interest in wrestling in AAA. Oh wow! And fighting Vikingo okay. possibly. So when they announce that, maybe we get a group uh, a little bit Mexico trip. Me- going Mexico on. is something I definitely like to do. Yeah. I, I don't know. How interested I'd be in going to Mexico City right now? Not Mexico City. Right yeah, now? they they do. Yeah, yeah. There is different parts. My my our buddy was in Cancun and they happened mm. to be doing a show there, like a Saturday night or whatever. So like that just sounds crazy. But I'm also interested in like maybe like I'm looking into. I've never done like Thailand or Bali and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And I know the flights are expensive, but everyone says it's cheap once you're there. Right. And I kind of want to do these things while I'm young. I don't want to be that yeah. that weird old guy. I don't want to be Leo. You know. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, uh, but what else is new? What's going on? Not much. Uh, we're going to talk about some wrestling here today. We still been. We, I mean, we we had some shows still out on the. Yep. You joined me for our Vengeance Day review. That is out. Sino joined me for Up Next. That was fun. Just been just been hanging out. What have I done? Not much really. Just been working. And uh, yeah, today was a gorgeous day in Toronto. I walked home before the show, and the Leafs were doing this like. 
training outside thing, thing, which was packed downtown, which was pretty cool. Uh, and I think people are excited about the Super Bowl today. But yeah, man, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I mean, this the city of Toronto is in absolute shambles. Yeah, I swear no, we'll we'll scandals. get to wrestling, but like, whoa, <laughs> scandals in the world of Toronto mm. as the Toronto mayor John Tory has stepped down and resigned from mayor. And in his his speech, his little statement, he said it's because uh, him, 78, I think, years old. Sorry, 68 years old. He's not Joe Biden age, mm. but 68. And he stepped down because uh, he had a relationship with a member of his staff who was 31. So he instantly says, I'm done. I, I'm so ashamed. I, am, I apologize to my wife, to the city of Toronto, to everyone. It makes him a little bit more interesting to me, to be honest. He's been pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like the old mayor did crack and stuff, didn't he? Yeah, like, this guy needed to step it up. And yeah. you do one exciting thing and then you, you, you leave. Like, yeah. don't leave while you're hot. That's how May screwed up. <laughs> what are you doing here? Uh, so he's, re- he's resigned. And that's two mayors in a row that have, like, been ostracized and, mm. like, uh, for, for scandals. I don't think, uh, you know, an affair is as bad as smoking crack. Uh, but I actually have uh, produced for both of these guys. Okay. Shout out Rob Ford. Pour one Rob out. Beats? <laughs> no, <laughs> yo, I wish. Get some uh, Robbie Ford on some tracks. Imagine that. No, the former mayor used to do a talk show at News Talk, and I, I worked on that show, and I also worked for John Tory. But now two for two mayors. Like, what are we going to do? Should should we run for mayor? Like, should I run? Yeah, why not? More pot shops. Let, like, can we go as a duo? <laughs> like, like, less duo taxes. <laughs> Poison Rana. Yeah. BDE for mayor. Yeah. Hashtag BDE for mayor. Yeah. What would I do? Less taxes. Pot shop on every corner. Because no, we already, already don't have You need more liquor stores, to be honest. More liquor stores. Which is liquor in, in you know, supermarkets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else do we need? Uh, we'd free the nipple. Free the nipple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I freed the nipple last week. So yeah, yeah, there you um, go. What else? Yeah, I don't know. But I'd make this city. Oh, I'd bring WrestleMania back. WrestleMania to the to the dome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bring the city back to life. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the John Tory thing is pretty funny. Like, yeah, uh, it's it's not because like you know, but he's he he's been ridiculed for the past little while. Because for those not in Toronto and not really following Toronto news, you don't, you know, I'm not expecting you to. But city's been kind of having a rough time. A mm. lot of uh, like uh, you know stabbings and attacks shootings and, and shootings and, and like the city's been in like the, probably the roughest shape it's been in quite a while so people in the past few months have been pressing this guy like hey why aren't you doing anything and his 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 answer to things lately is we'll put more police on this we'll put more police on this but the second he gets caught uh cheating he mm. goes put more police on it no no <laughs> he, he 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 he's done so it's just kind of like interesting so yeah we uh we're mayorless we have like an interim mayor interim champion who is it i don't know no i don't remember who it is but all right exciting yeah. things no let, let's run I'm, I'm looking to shake things up this year so. <laughs> who 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 do we put as is their mayor like it's not going to be me i, I don't know enough mayor. politicians and i still can't vote yet so i like I jim carrey to... mike myers Drake, yeah. The Weeknd, any of those, what, Edge? Edge, well, Edge is, Edge is done good. by, like, yeah. probably SummerSlam this year. Edge for mayor. Right? So, so why not? Yeah. Um, we've got a little bit of housekeeping to do. Yeah. Uh, you did mention you did the uh, Up Next This Week with John Ceno, but uh, John Ceno also dropped his latest episode of Shot in the Dark, uh, covering 
all the wrestling you may have missed this week in 15 minutes or less. But on Friday, uh, dropped the latest episode of What Up, Doe with B Detroit. And uh, they had a guest this week, Mouse, Mouse Mosley, who's an old friend of uh, Sino's who used to do beats and rap and stuff together. And What Up, Doe's great. It's uh, I thought these three guys, I'm about halfway through the show so far. Awesome chemistry. Uh, just three guys hanging out, chatting, hip-hop, video games, TV, pop culture, uh, kind of everything but wrestling. And, uh, I mean, I have pretty much near zero interest in hip-hop, and I'm really enjoying listening to these guys riff of each other. So go and check that out. It's absolutely free on this feed. Yeah, it's on this very feed if you're listening on a podcast app. The the What Up Doe, they just dropped one. Like, look, B, B is someone who's kind of been someone we... Like, man, this guy should should have a bit of a platform to talk because I just think he's hilarious and mm. has great uh, takes and, and adds so much. We had so much fun with him during the pandemic with watch-alongs, and he's great. Obviously, Sino, our, our oh, executive boy. producer yes. behind the scenes here. And, like, yeah, we, I think these two together are so good. And this this show they just put out with Sino's friend there, Mouse, they have great stories about, like, Wu-Tang-affiliated stuff. Mm. Uh, they talk about The Last of Us. Be, De- Be Detroit accidentally went and saw 80 for Brady. Accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. I don't know what that means, but... You don't know what 80 for Brady is? Oh, yeah. He's going to pick it for his review because I've, I've listened to the show. It's fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, a new show. They'll be dropping one every month, but that just came out. So. And some supporting comments in the YouTube chat right now. Chris Elliott says, It's very educational for a, for a white guy from Cumbria. And Cameron Starr says, I second that, but I'm a white guy from Bristol. So uh, the UK contingent love this show. It's for the culture. For the culture. Um, yeah. Uh, also, we dropped on the Patreon this last week a new episode of was next it's our retro nxt review uh we were talking about the december 11th 2013 edition of nxt uh headlined by uh sammy Zayn, who's in the news a lot at the moment versus leo kruger yeah also featuring sasha banks who now has completely become the boss yes. in full form in nxt teaming with summer ray against bailey and natalia and then a bunch of other stuff nxt back in the day the, the retro nxt reviews are so crazy because there's so many parallels mm. to what's going on in wrestling, like current day, because Cesaro is feuding with William Regal yep. for possibly his last match. So, like, yeah, these reviews are awesome. Looking back at the stars before they were really become the huge stars that they are today. And there might be a little story about dating on there as well. So, actually, this week, yeah, this week, look, for five dollars, you get access to all these podcasts that we do. Like, you can you can access everything coming up for the next month because you sign up, you get a whole month's access. And you can access everything we've done, so you can go back and cherry pick through different podcasts. But this was next. Davey just went off on the f- first 15 minutes we of the show. I knew behind the BDE for a while, and I needed to get some stuff off my chest. It is shocking and all true about uh, the the crazy world of the online. Toronto dating scene. Holy shit is all I can say. So that alone is worth $5, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So you should really just go support us at patreon.com slash, <laughs> slash Poison Rana. Yes. Uh, and if that's not enough, I mean, you can also get your money's worth by listening to Best Match Ever, Stephanie McMahon. Oh, yeah. Where we were joined by Maddie Edwards from Grapple to chat all about the best of Steph. And wow, what a... Really fun show. And we've had a lot of compliments for that one so far. So, innovative. Yeah. Only five bucks. Yeah. So what are you waiting for? Become a friend over there. You were also on the radio this week. I was, yeah. Shout out my boy Tony is a producer now uh, over at News Talk 1010 in Toronto. And uh, was like, hey, 
my show that he works on, Jim Richard, Jim Richard show, they do a segment called there's a podcast for that. So every once in a while, they bring a guy who does a pod, someone who does a podcast on something different. And he's like, Hey, I mean, I know you do this wrestling one and I know you just changed like your brand. Why don't you come on and talk about it? So I was like, uh, all right. So I did, which was pretty crazy because I used to, again, work there, uh, so many years ago. So it was like, Weird being on the other end where people are like asking me to mm. talk and stuff like that. I'm just like, ah, I watched wrestling and talk about it. It's like, ah, you know, try to make it as exciting as I can try sound, to sound as cool as possible. Exactly. It's like, ah, I, I travel a lot. I meet a lot of fun people and have a good time. We discuss, I'll, I'll try to get a cl- the clip of it if anyone heard it, but, but I, I told, uh, I told my, my stepdad, you know, my stepdad, mm-hmm. Mark, he loves news talk 1010 and this specific show. So, I told him I was going to be on it. So he came home and turned in, turned on the radio to that station and my mom with, without telling my mom. Okay. And she's like, why are you listening to the radio at like, you know, nine o'clock at night? Whatever. On their, on their Alexa, on their new Alexa. Yeah. yeah that they got. <laughs> and, uh, and then I came on and they were, the, the, the host was discussing this like video that went viral of this, this guy broke up with his girlfriend on a flight and, uh, she loses her mind and they had to like get the security. Why would you do it on a flight? Yeah. Very okay. fucking weird. Right? right. So this guy breaks up with his girlfriend on a flight and she freaks out. They get security on and someone films it and she's just screaming. So this radio host was playing the clip and being like, look, like we all know baby screaming on a flight is bad, but I'd take five screaming babies over this crazy screaming mm. lady. And then he's like, well, like, you know, he feels bad cause like she's upset, but like still like she's losing her mind screaming. So then he's like, anyways, here's my guest rated. And I go, well, to be honest, I hate babies on a flight, which anyone who listens to our show knows how much I go off on babies on flights. I go, in my opinion, babies should be banned from flights. But after hearing you play that clip, maybe women should be banned from flights, too. <laughs> I'm kidding. And then he's like, oh, my God. But I got random messages all night from people who were like, that was fucking hilarious. So... <laughs> I feel vindicated of uh, being being funny on the radio. So we, we will get into the show, I promise. <laughs> but, uh, I had uh, like the worst flight back. Oh, it's only screaming a, baby. Worse. It's only a three hour flight uh, coming back from Cuba. Yeah, and uh, as I said, the whole trip was so relaxing, and then just that last day coming home, it was. As soon as I got to the airport, it was lines. I basically lined up for three hours and like walked straight onto the flight. No sitting down, no chance to look around. Wow. And then I'm like, huh, 28B is my seat. You don't want to be a B, you know? Mm. So middle seat. So I'm like, fuck. So I'm walking down. You see like the, you know, smaller women sitting on the seat. It's like, is that me? No, no, no. And uh, for our British listeners, all I'll describe is I'm basically stuck between the hairy bikers. So two big, hairy men. ZZ Top. Exactly, exactly. Stuck in the middle between two of these guys. The the Viking Raiders. (laughs) Both reeking of booze, reeking of rum, reeking of cigarettes. One of them hacking up a lung the whole time. Keeps talking to me. And, and like, then he's making, like... Like jokes that you don't make on planes, like, oh, I, I hope Bin Laden's not flying this flight. Oh and God. just making all these inappropriate comments, uh, inappropriate comments to the stewardess and stuff. And then, so I'm doing the thing where my headphones are in. Even when I'm not listening to stuff, <laughs> they're in, so I'm pretending to ignore them. And then I'll make it very clear when they're talking to me, like, I pull it out. Sorry. And then eventually they, they would come around with like the tea and coffee and stuff. So he pulls his tray down and just puts his coat like on my lap. And that was it. I was like, like, sorry, man, you're going to have to put that up there or under your seat or something. You're not putting your coat on me. 
And he was like, oh, they don't really design these planes for fat guys like me. I was like, cool. Well, I paid for a seat and I want all of it. Thank you. <laughs> and then he left me alone for the rest of the flight. But there was also, it was windy the last couple of days and there was a lot of turbulence as well. Oh. Which when you're on like a British Airways or an Air Canada or one of those bigger flights, hit a bit of turbulence, you kind of feel yeah. all right. On these old shaky, like budget airline flights, you're like, Ugh. and I go, this is the way I'm going to die. I'm going to go off sat next, next to, to this Ralph. fucking guy. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it made a slightly less relaxing uh, end of oh, the trip. But you made it home safe. I made it home safe. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, at least it wasn't a baby crying. Oh, there was that as well, but I'd have taken the baby. Yeah. Or a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that. I think you should leave sketch. Yes. Everyone should watch that sketch with Will Forte. I think you should leave airplane. Yeah. Baby. Oh, it's so good. I love that show. <laughs> um, final plugs. We've got a few more shows coming up on the Patreon uh, this coming week. Uh, we put it up to the Poison Rana Facebook group. Yeah. I mean, look, you're going to be going to Elimination Chamber mm-hmm. next week with John Way, Jesse from the Six. So next week, somehow, some way, you are going to be doing some sort of like Poison Rana show yes. on this feed. Talking all about it. I think you're going to be joined by Jesse or whatever you guys come can't, up with. Can't guarantee it will be live or video. I, yeah. I'll try, but uh, definitely we'll be putting up something next Sunday about our trip to Montreal yeah. and Elimination Chamber. Yeah, so uh, look for that on this feed. Follow the socials. I'm sure Davey posts some some fun stories and stuff like that, especially the Instagram, and, and follow all that stuff. But uh, because it's Elimination Chamber, we thought it would be a great time to, for the Patreon, review an old Elimination Chamber. And we put it up to the Poison Rana Facebook group in a poll, a tad poll. Yes. That's right. You see what I did there? I do, yeah. Uh, So you guys voted, and it's a unanimous decision that the original Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, Survivor Series 2002, is what we will be reviewing this week. This is an awesome show. I've almost finished it. I've just got the main event. Uh, Obviously, I... I always think of the main event yeah. when I think of this show, but it's a really good pay-per-view, and I can't wait to talk all about it. Can't wait to talk all about Shawn Michaels' poo-poo gear. Exactly, <laughs> and, the, and the little little haircut he's got. And then uh, the final week of this month, we are finally reviewing Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship oh, of the Ring. My. It's been on the, on the wait list for a long time. We can't put it off anymore. Uh, I am excited. It's, it's more a matter of finding three hours to... <laughs> To watch this film, but I love this film and I, I can't wait to chat all about oh it. Oh my god. Yeah, so uh, we're going on an adventure with the Hobbitses. The, the problem is, is once we've done this one, we've got to do all three at some point. Fucking hell, at man. some point. Yeah, I'm going to smoke one of these stogies and the movie, I'll finish it and the movie will still be halfway out. <laughs> some, uh, some of uh, Saruman's fine, fine weed there. What? Saruman? Oh, Saruman, Saruman makes the, the weed that uh, Merry and Pippin smoke. They smoke weed in Lord of the Rings? Yeah! Fuck yeah. They don't call it weed, but they smoke... You can see in the extended edition, okay. they have loads of I'm not watching the extended edition. They have loads of different cuts of like how high Merry and Pippin are. I mean, they're n- Merry and Pippin, I yeah. guess. With names like that, you gotta be high. Mm. Praise, praise Merry and Pippin. Wow. I, I haven't watched Lord of the Rings in a long time. I know everyone's going off about Harry Potter and Hogwarts because that video game, but I, 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 did, I always enjoyed... Uh, Fellowship of the Ring, it's specifically. Great. It's a great movie. So I, I am looking forward to that. Uh, so I, I can't wait. So yeah, that'll be coming out. I think we're doing that in a week or so, right? 
Uh, week after next. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, join our Patreon, guys. We do so many shows. It's only five bucks, and it goes a long way and supports us creating content. Well, let's get into the bulk of the show now. And, uh, well, talking of movies, Monday Night Raw had a, a Oscar-worthy performance from a Mr. Cody Rhodes and a Mr. Paul Heyman this week uh, in, a, in a hell of a segment, which I know... I'm fully on the Sammy train, but I got to say, I'm on this Cody train as well. I think uh, they're doing a great job with both of these stories right now. Oh, absolutely. WWE has been really hitting with the storylines. I mean, WrestleMania season is, is definitely feeling that way. I feel like a lot of people are invested. I think the ratings show that more people are, are invested in watching. And the bloodline stuff, obviously, Roman Reigns, like the story and the character has been an absolute success. I mean... Paul Heyman now uses that in this promo, Cody mm. Rhodes saying like, yeah, he's the biggest box office draw because WWE has been making the biggest box office numbers they've fucking ever been ever doing. Yeah. So like, yeah, uh, they are. When people say how, no one watches WWE more, absolutely false because it's, it's showing that like a lot of people are invested into mm. this. And a reason is because of this whole bloodline stuff. And now with Cody coming back, like this is. They're firing on all cylinders. The story with Sammy and the bloodline, great stuff. But then intertwining that with now Heyman cutting this great promo with Cody, who also cutting a fantastic promo, damn near making him cry in the promo. Like he did make him cry in the promo. And then Heyman saying all these nice things. They're exchanging nice things while still trying to, you know, keep the story going. And then Heyman just being like, the Heyman we know by twisting it and saying, you know, you're 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 Dusty's favorite son, but Roman is the son Dusty always wanted. Yeah. Just like, oh, you ba- you, yeah. you bastard! We just spent fifteen minutes, you know, reminiscing and talking about the good times and my dad and you and ECW, and then you just do that, and it's like, yeah, what a what a heel! It, it was awesome. Like both guys, they're like Heyman's performances are just incredible, yeah. and and Cody now he's he's got away from the kind of you know, the politician-esque promos he'd have on AEW where he'd say a lot, it would sound good, and then you'd be, what What was he talking about? Yeah. It's it's a lot more focused. I like how his character, it is like an athlete. He's trying not to get into the the kind of sports entertainment personal stuff. He's like, no, I'm a, I'm a wrestler, and I'm at the, the peak of my career, and I'm going for this championship. And Heyman just... Like twisting the knife and being right. like, nah, 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 nah. Like, I'm dragging yeah. you down. I'm pulling you in the mud here, making it dirty. I thought both guys, their performances were excellent. Hey, yeah, uh, fantastic. Cody, Cody doing this, the promo. Look, I know he was getting booed in AEW and then it just seemed like he left after that. He couldn't handle the fact that people were just against it. Mm. When he's like, no, I want to stick it through. He comes here and he's the, the white knight, right? And it's just weird how it works, but it really works. And I, I feel like he's at the top of the promo game level. But then Paul Heyman going two for two in one week, having to then, you know, battle it out with Sami Zayn on the microphone as well, which I also thought was very good uh, promoting. Like, again, there's two stories going on that they have to do at the same time. And obviously, after next week, we'll know where the story goes. I think we can all agree where the story is going. Yes. And we're still getting Cody versus Roman at WrestleMania. The graphic of Cody versus Roman looks so like dude it feels like the biggest main event in wrestling in a long for time a long long time long it time. feels like a proper worthy yeah. main event it feels fresh i think what's great is because roman's not there every week and the difference is i think when when Heyman was with brock and he was cutting incredible promos then 
But it was a little same note every time. I think Roman, there's so much more depth with his character, just the history of, you know, third generation, the bloodline, all of that, where you can have Roman miss a week and a Heyman or the Usos or whoever can really continue that story where you don't feel like you, you miss Roman. And I don't think you necessarily feel robbed if he's not on the show. Whereas, you know, it, it would just be with Brock Lesnar. He was a UFC champion. He defeated the streak. It, it was a little one note. And I think there's, there's so much more to be had with this. Yeah. And considering this, this title reign is almost, uh, well, it, it is three years. Like it's, it feels still pretty fresh to me. It feels like a really big match. Obviously, next week with Elimination Chamber and Sammy, that'll be at, like the, the heat will be nuclear. The crowd will be losing their minds. I'm sure you'll be. I, I know you will get John Pollock on his feet cheering. Oh, got to. This is awesome. Yeah. Like, I, I can hear him already. He gets ole, too. Ole, ole, yeah. Ole. He'll, he gets too wild at these he WWE does, shows. He, really he wears his sunglasses. I've got to get the sunglasses. Uh, yeah. Maybe a few raspberry martinis beforehand. <laughs> Yeah, um, Blue Hawaiian, that's the one, right? Right, that's his favorite drink. That's true. Yo, he used to love Amaretto Sours. I know he he does, and he loves... We got to get him to crack open the Dallas uh, the Dallas whiskey again, yeah. the, the bourbon, because that with A&W diet, diet root beer, that's or, John Pollock's favorite drink. any drinks. drink that comes in a plastic teddy bear. <laughs> Why are we just roasting John's? <laughs> no! Uh, miss it. We, I do, I, we, need to go, we need to go over and, and hang out with them we soon. Do, we do, yes. We have been talking. Uh, shout out John Pollock and Wei Ting. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Raw was great. I'm looking forward to this this story because eventually we need to have now Cody and Roman face to face and have promo off. Once Chamber's over, I yeah, think we're exactly. getting to those to the to the real meat. But the the match feels hot already. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm really invested. I think there was a time when we were reviewing NXT in the in kind of the the peak years. There's sort of Gargano Champa story. The uh alistair black like who who killed alistair yeah, black yeah, who kind shot of him. stuff dallas and and i remember saying i don't just enjoy the show for the wrestling i i am enjoying it like i enjoy other tv shows where i'm genuinely interested in the story and the episode ends and i want to know what's happened happening next and okay that's i'm not praising the whole thing there's there's still problems on main roster wwe yeah, yeah. that i stories i'm not into but the main focus with this this whole bloodline thing, I am captivated, and I an episode ends, and I I'm looking forward to the next episode, see what the next chapter is, and it's been so long since I felt that way. Yeah, uh, I, I I agree. I, I still uh, check out Raw like a bit after. I'm not. Yeah. I'm still not invested. The three hours is still really tough. Sure. But you know what? Like some of this, especially, I really thought that promo was fantastic between Cody and Heyman, and the, it's gonna have my interest getting closer to mania so i will be watching and then moving forward to smackdown they continued the Sami Zayn roman Reigns story and the little wrinkle of of jay uso as well yeah very interesting i wasn't sure that's the route they were going to do i thought they were going to keep him off until next week but having him come back like no brother see i i do love you which means fortunately sammy's going to learn that uh Blood is thicker than water. Well, they're, they're twins, right? Like Twins, it, Basil! That's, that, that's what makes it, it all very nicely layered. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to let your yeah. your twin brother down. And also, we've held these championships for so long. Yeah. Not throwing that away. But I still might not be cool with Roman. So, yeah. Uh, 
that again, that that turn will be nuclear in the Bell Center. So Roman, sorry, Heyman has told them to to stay at home and watch it. Uh, we know, I think it's Jimmy can't cross the border. Yeah, that doesn't rule out Jay. Jay. And Jay makes and it's the story. Jay's the story. Yeah. Um, I think you have uh, yeah, Jay Jay costing Sammy the match at the end. Absolutely. Beat down. Owens comes out with a save. Absolutely. A big embrace. I think. The tag match should main event night one. Yeah, There's no hotter story. Ladder war. Um, why not? And then I think you can have night two. You can have Sammy and Owens help Cody win. Not help him win, but, yeah. you know, fight off the bloodline. Exactly. So it's fair. And I, I think that way you actually pay off everyone's story. Yeah. Perfectly. You have Cody as your champion. Um, and then I'm interested to see kind of the the downfall of Roman, where everyone starts to leave. Roman Empire falls. It it completely crumbles. He's left on his own, defeated. He doesn't have these titles. The Usos walk away. Solo walks away. Heyman walks away. And he can take a break for a few months. Is he in Fast 10? (laughs) I don't think he's in that trailer. We'll have to find out. I don't know. What one was he in? Or Hobbs and Shaw, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll go to Hollywood. I still haven't seen Beyond 2. Yeah, Tokyo Drift, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's the way it should be going, and I think that's the route it's going to be. And that all sounds pretty good. But yeah, uh, ladder war for Owens and Sammy versus the Usos. That would that that does sound it's, pretty. That good. would they would crush that would it. Sound pretty good. That sounds as, insane. As the main, nothing else can main event night one. I don't yeah. think. And it's, Over that, no. No, it's the the tag titles feel important for yeah. the first time in so long. Uh, and they've not won all, it together have they no they've never held the titles in in wwe so oh yeah that'd be huge i think i think that i think all your kind of sammy supporters you give him the main event yeah it's just it's not the for the title but i i think it's equally as big and owens deserves it as well i think both guys together as tag champs ending night one holding the titles up and absolutely and it's it's crazy to think just what 18 months ago us going ah should they go to aew yeah I don't think they'd be in this position in AEW right now. No. Uh, I think they'd be putting on killer, interesting matches, but I think this is the right move. You had the them both with the stars last year. I think you really cement it this year, giving them that moment. I'm excited. Yeah. No, WrestleMania could be a, a hot one. If it, if it wasn't in California, which is hella expensive, Yeah, it would be like, hey, you want to go? Yeah, if it was Philly. Like- SummerSlam in Detroit, though. I know. I think it's a. I think it's a sure thing. We're going to that. They've just announced as well uh, a new budget bus that goes to Detroit. Okay. Uh, Forty-five bucks it's to good. go to Detroit from Toronto and Wi-Fi and new buses and yeah, stuff. Wow. So yeah. Yeah, uh, super excited. The, the WrestleMania is looking like it could be a, a stacked up show and, and stand and deliver, which we'll definitely get into uh, on Tuesday on Up Next because mm. going forward, like it looks like you could kind of put together some some of the matches on there and i think dragging off jd is something that could be a killer match that weekend as well yeah. but yeah uh gg and jc ladder war <laughs> <laughs> ladder war for that yeah no that'll be like a street fight a door match won't it <laughs> yeah exactly uh yeah well uh there were some other things that happened on smackdown but uh what kind of took my interest was on dot com it was a digital exclusive and it was santos escobar uh, giving Rey Mysterio respect after their four-way match and saying that he always wanted to kind of take over his legacy. Uh, but, like, being in the ring with him, he he's learned to, like, respect him. Rey Mysterio says it's time to create your own legacy. 
and they exchanged masks. So yeah. it felt like a, a baby face turn for Escobar, but also makes me wonder if we're going to have kind of Ray maybe join Legado to take on the Judgment Day. <laughs> My goodness. Look, we've been covering, again, up next, we've been covering Santos since he came in with a great way introduction in NXT with the mask and the whole Cruiserweight mm. title thing. Then having Santos kidnapping people, they were fantastic. Oh, we great. were waiting for him to, like, I'm so happy that these guys are on the main roster and making money and being showcased because they're so, so good. But now, Rey Mysterio and Santos, like, Tying it up in that fatal four-way match on SmackDown just wet my whistle enough where I'm like, wow, like, imagine. Because when Andrade had those matches on SmackDown with Rey Mysterio, which we've definitely covered in our Rey Mysterio best match mm. ever, those were so good. Yeah. And now if Rey Mysterio were to join this, like, Legato thing, like, I don't – that's nuts, man. That sounds crazy. And with rumors of Andrade not being in AEW or whatever is going on, him coming back to a fight – a Rey Mysterio again, or fight Santos, or possibly join like who, all all the iterations here of here. I jokes in in NXT like oh like uh, Santos always wears the you know Latin, uh, Latino World Order kind of thing. Like you could run let them run so over that they could like WWE's doing the faction thing again. Like you said, Judgment Day. It makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, I think Judgment Day, all of them versus like Legato. So that what. Zelina and Rhea Ripley. Oh wait, Rhea Ripley's busy though. Ripley's busy, but you can always. It, it's like it's whether if they don't feel Dominic's maybe ready for a singles, singles one on one with Ray, you can totally do like Ray and Santos against oh, yeah. Priest, uh, Priest, Finn, Dominic. You've got Edge, Edge, Edge in there as well. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Raúl and Joaquin. Yeah, I, I think I think there's some interesting like. Eight man, six man, something in there. You could yeah. do um, bad bunny, but yeah, bad bunny as well. <laughs> but yeah, it totally uh, that video. I just kind of stumbled on it on Twitter, and it completely took my interest. And I think Santa, I'm, I've always been very high on Andrade, but his his English isn't there, which does hold him back. I think um, it worked in NXT with Zelina having that mouthpiece. I don't think Jose is that. Um, although he's jacked, looks great, free the <laughs> shirtless. <net. laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, Santos has that. He has everything. He has his English is great. His his personality, kind of his charisma in ring, but outside the ring, we've seen him carry promos and stories in NXT. And I was just reading through like the Twitter comments underneath that video, and there were so many people that were like, oh, clearly only watch main roster and yeah. like. This guy's great. Like yeah, this guy's captivated guy. me from what he's just done on SmackDown yeah. so far. So uh yeah, like there's there's Love. other things. Like they they are kind of getting their shit together, it seems. Yeah, honestly, man, like look, Rey Mysterio, one of my all time favorites, and Santos has been someone, again, we've watched. I've I can't I could not wait to see him succeed, and it looks going that way. Mm. And, you know, in the 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 luchador exchange of masks, game you know, game represents game, game, you know respects game real you know all that shit and changing trading the masks that's like i think they're gonna start teaming together and like mm. yeah i i would love to see them face each other or is this all a swerve and it's just santos versus Rey mysterio you know like also okay with that yeah, so like absolutely and eddie any iteration here or even doing i mean like you kind of had with uh ray and eddie back in the day where you do the match for you know a friendly one-on-one -on -one, baby face v baby face for respect and then yeah. 
can go into something a bit more more serious. Uh, yeah, any iteration uh, iteration I've really has my attention right now. Uh, while on the topic of Rey Mysterio, there was something else that was trending on Twitter. Someone got a video of Rey Mysterio <laughs> in an airport. He's maskless, by mm. the way, so you know he's got his hood up because, like, already, guys, what you, if you're f- true fans of him, why are you doing this? Yeah. Why are you going to the airport yeah. and bothering him for things? So this guy shows up with all this stuff, and he's getting him to sign it so that the guy can clearly sell it. Sell it. And Rey Mysterio calls him out for it and basically is like, look, I do this for the fans, but, like, you're you're just, you know, you're making money off me. Like, what, what the hell, essentially? And this guy had, like, racks of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, this isn't, like, you know, taking your spin a title to Dolph Ziggler and getting him to sign it. It's it's like so much stuff. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So Rey Mysterio is like a saint. I met Rey Mysterio when I was a, a kid and I always remember him just being so nice and he handled it like an absolute pro in this video where he's like, yo man, like F off. So it reminds me that like the, you got to remember how can pe- these people encounter this all the time. It happens to them everywhere they go, especially airports. And I just find that so, uh, it's just awful, especially when you can tell there's photos with fans in an airport and like, they just look so pissed. They're, they're beating you- up their body. Like imagine, yeah, they're beating up their body. Then sat between my two idiots <laughs> on the flight, having a baby screaming, you get off, you just want to get to your hotel or your home. You then have a camera in your face and people who have, who have stalked your flight to like yeah yeah it's be better guys yeah they're people too uh and ray mysterio handled handled it like an absolute gem but uh, i would recommend checking it out because it's pretty funny but shout out ray mysterio so elimination chamber is next week i think we've pretty much got the the full card at this point um so just kind of thought maybe we'll go through some predictions sure for it. absolutely uh we've got what is it beth and edge Teaming up, I'm excited about that. I I'm kind of mad. I've I've only seen Edge in person once, and it, it's the small things. But um, like you saw Edge wrestle. I saw Priest. him at Raw. Yeah, that yeah. was a good match. But like he still has his like short hair, and it's like oh. I, I feel like I he just cut it. Right, I haven't really seen the real wow. Edge well, until I've s- seen that long <laughs> flowing locks. He had know? the long hair at the SummerSlam, didn't he? Or no? What when he speared he speared doll. He speared someone. Uh, he speared Elias, Elias while we were walking from wide open to SummerSlam. We walked in as he did it. What do you mean? We walked in as I he didn't did see it. it. I was getting a beer or something. Oh, I walked in and, and someone goes, Edge. I'm like, sorry, Edge is here? And I like, it was it was me peeking through and I just see him spear him. I'm like, oh. Oh, no, I completely missed it. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, sorry. So, Edge and Beth versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the Judgment Day take it to further the feud of what's happening. The rumor is Finn and Edge in Hell in a Cell at Mania, right? Yeah, apparently that was supposed to be booked for Rumble, and then because of Edge filming something, they couldn't do that or something. So maybe but they will run that back at WrestleMania. I, I think that sounds be sick. sounds great. Yeah, for, absolutely. For Mania. Um, so you're going with uh, Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Rhea Ripley's hot for her WrestleMania run. True. So. You can't have you exactly. can't have Rhea lose. Yeah. At this point, yeah, I'll go with Judgment Day too. Um, and then what else have we got here? Well, you got two chambers. We got the United States Championship, the champ theory, defending against Seth, Gargano, Bronson, Damian Priest, and Montez Ford. I actually quite like the, the sound of this. I think it's Sounds pretty it's good. pretty fresh. I think you've got a lot of good combinations there. Uh, Bronson Reed is going to be a great base for everyone. Montez Ford, 
can do that uh, from the heavens, from the top of the the chamber pod, which will look awesome. I know Johnny will have a sweet. I, I, Johnny I, and Seth. I hope they it. start the, the match. That would be awesome. Yeah, um, you've got Seth the Johnny, Johnny and Theory connection as well. The yeah. Rollins Theory. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested in this. Uh, who do you see taking this one? Seth freaking Rollins so that he could drop it to Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or I, Logan Paul costs him the match. Logan Paul costs him the match. I know. They've been kind of beefing up. They're going to beef it up after this pay-per-view. Yeah. So maybe, they're, maybe they're waiting. But um, I'm going to go. You're going to be cheering for Johnny. So let's I'm be gonna honest. I'm going to be cheering for Johnny. <laughs> you're going to be sure. there cheering for Johnny. Um, and you're going to be sitting next to Jesse who will also be cheering for I Johnny. i got to wear. I don't have a Sami Zayn t-shirt. So I guess I've got to wear my. Johnny. Uh, one of my many Gargano t-shirts. You don't have a Sami shirt. Yeah. You got to. No. Damn. I could I'd get say, one there. Just don't. Whatever you do, don't come home with a Montreal Canadiens jersey. <laughs> oh no! Of course not. Sacrilege. I'm gonna go with theory. Uh, I think you could have this type title for the possible Cena, Cena. match. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cena made that US title kind of mean something for a bit. Austin right. Theory's been doing the champ is here shtick, um, but then that means I guess Theory probably beat Cena at Mania. Possibly. As well. uh, so I'm going with theory there. All right. Yeah. What about the women's one? So we've got Asuka versus Liv Morgan versus Nikki Cross versus Ra- Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia versus Carmella. And the women, uh, the winner will face Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. I, I don't see it being anyone but Asuka. Asuka is ready and no one else is ready for Asuka. Yeah, definitely. I, I still can't get over that look that she came out with at the Rumble. The mask, the, the face like, paint. Look. Oh, man, yeah. that was awesome. I think she is the one to beat Bianca at WrestleMania. Unfortunately for Bianca, as much as you know, she's been main eventing the past few years, putting on back to back WrestleMania like classics. And Asuka, Asuka was done dirty in mm. in kind of a few years ago, and like people don't forget. And yeah. those people always knew Asuka deserved better. And if you weren't familiar, and maybe you're the newer fans, and then you watched Asuka now, you're instantly like, wow, she's fantastic so like she is just over you hear everyone cheering for her every show that i watch with her featured on it and she should be she should get her vindication here and win at wrestlemania yeah i i think you could do a i think we're probably do a a like draft soon as well and i think you could have asuka take this title it would feel fresh there's some fresh opponents for her have Rhea beat charlotte get that win over charlotte and you build to uh, a Bianca Rhea match down the line, yeah. maybe for a SummerSlam or something like that. Uh, Bianca, to me, over the last two years, is starting to build that like Mrs. WrestleMania thing for herself. She's like, yeah, she's had becoming classics with both, uh, both Sasha and Becky. I can totally see her doing that again with Asuka. I can't see. I can't say I'm interested in this match particularly because I just, yeah. I don't think it's a strong field. Uh, but an Asuka Bianca match sounds great. What about Carmella though? <laughs> Mella is money. Mella don't miss. <laughs> did you? Yeah, <laughs> you saw the. They squashed Carmella the beef. Hayes. Yeah, they squashed it. Did they? Yeah, he posted Mella don't miss, and she's like, Thanks. "Okay, they're okay." What about Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn? Hmm, I think we've kind of given our <laughs> our thoughts of this. Uh, sorry, Sammy. Yeah, but, unfortunately, uh, I'm still I think if you can build where we can bite on a a hope spot. 
from yeah. Sammy. Get that Huluva kick to Roman in the corner. Huluva kick. He's gonna do. Uh, he's gonna do some old uh, generico stuff. He's gonna do maybe the DDT through the the ring post thing. That yep. DDT. Uh, uh, maybe not the brain buster on the turnbuckle but possibly not that yeah not that. But yeah uh yeah i could see you know halufa kick one two jay from under the ring pulling the ref out something like that Damn. And it'd be, uh, <laughs> yeah that'd be wild uh but yeah i think oh and then uh bobby lashley and brock lesnar i think is going to be on the show okay i think that's being added which oh, okay. will probably be five minute oh, uh, i figured that was wrestlemania i i think they're doing it at uh, chamber. Okay. I might be wrong. Okay. Um, Don't really care about that match. It'll be fun. Big, big lads wrestling for five minutes. Um, yeah, I think they're doing that match. Um, in which case, because I hope you then have uh, Brock and Gunther. At, at WrestleMania? At WrestleMania. So I have Brock win this one. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I agree. That's Elimination Chamber. Shall we move on to... Yeah, are you excited? I am, yeah. yeah. I think it I, It will be... I've seen most gimmick matches now. I've not seen a Chamber match in yeah. person. I don't know if I'll be able to see shit. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> still, to be there, I, I think it will be pretty fun. The Sammy moment will definitely... It, yeah. Just the atmosphere, I think, is... Yeah. It's going to be a hot crowd, and I'm... It won't be a hot climate, though. (laughs) No. It doesn't look too bad, actually. Okay. Like, we're having, like, freakish kind of nice weather in Toronto. It's going to go up to, like, 11 this week. Ridiculous. Uh, I saw um, the Saturday looks cold. Okay. But Friday looks pretty good there. Right. Yeah. Get Uh, some poutine. Yeah. We've got to to get uh, John Pollock to try some poutine. He's never had a poutine. Never had poutine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maybe potato chip poutine. Never had poutine, never had chips, but he's had drinks out of a little bear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take that however you want. (laughs) No context. Well, Uh, let's move on to AEW, which uh, another very strong week for wrestling in AEW Dynamite this week. Look, just because WWE is back, just because WWE is actually doing good for a while and WrestleMania season, they're on fire doesn't mean AEW isn't killing it right now. They also have a pay-per-view coming up in a short while, uh, March 5th with Revolution. And I think this pay-per-view, I mean, we don't really know some of the matches, which they could get on that closer to, but you can kind of align what, what's mm. going to be what. And the, the, the weekly show, Dynamite, is still my must-watch, and it's still so fun to watch. And, like, the wrestling this week was so damn good. I, I don't... I wouldn't argue if anyone has match of the year, Danielson and Roosh. I thought that was so fucking good. Like, violent. They were killing each other. Danielson's just been having this absolute run. He's already wrestler of the year, if, and the year has still just begun. So, that was nuts. Uh, I really enjoyed. uh, Let's start with MJF. Oh, sorry. Sorry. We've got a list here. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. But yeah, the show opened with MJF and Takeshita having like this little mini feud. I kind of agree. Like, I think this is the first time where I'm. I heard Benno talking about it on Grapple, where I'm not really. uh, It's been. There's a long gap between pay per views, and I haven't really been thinking, oh, what's the revolution card? What's the revolution card? Because each week they're just putting on. Really interesting matches. Pay-per-view worthy matches. Yeah. And they've had this little MJF Takeshita feud. And Takeshita, once again, just coming up short, but just showing everyone exactly what he's capable of. And MJF, again, kind of proving his doubters. Like, this guy is more than a promo. He is more than capable in the ring. Absolutely. And I think any other week, this would have 
easily been match of the night. This was uh, this was so good. Takeshita has become my f- absolute favorite to watch right now. He's incredibly talented, and I think it's just starting. And you could easily do like a, a bidding war storyline where everyone wants him in their their in group, group. You know, yeah. right? Like the bullet, the the what club, the combat club guys, the elite. Like, there's some stories you could definitely go down the line. I, I like how they threw the match in with Cage the week prior to actually let Takeshita win a match yes. for once. Because, like, yeah, I'm sure win loss records don't matter in AEW uh, anymore because they don't want to show that this guy never really wins. But that doesn't matter to me because I just think this guy has everything and he seems like he's moved over to the states his english is getting better and better like he man. found his new favorite drink what is it what this? is it a uh, screwball whiskey it's which, the it's the peanut butter whiskey oh yeah oh interesting. we know he's got a sweet tooth yeah he loves his cinnabon. cinnabon yeah he needs the cinnabon bomb as a finishing move yeah uh i just need aid i i, I feel super uh broken record when i discuss AEW's merchandise and their t-shirts I go, oh, I want to give this guy money and I want to wear this guy's shirt, but I hate their designs mm. most of the time. And I, just having the guy's name on a shirt is not the nope. most creative thing. So I'm like, oh man, like I want to, I want to, this guy is so good. And I know rumors of, uh, you know, Co- not rumors, but Kota Ibushi being a free man and wrestling all over the place. Yeah, like I think these two would kill each other and have an awesome I, match. I really want to see Joe once he's, finished with the Wardlow feud. I don't think Joe should drop the title. I think okay. he, having it flip King of television. Back, yeah. Be King of television. I would love to Keshta to be Whoa. the guy to take the TNT title from Joe. Okay. I think that would be, that would feel like a big Moment. win bigger than beating Brian cage and giving him the TNT title and having that kind of open challenge weekly with Takeshita, See, I think would be really great. Uh, it seems like eight, we're in the same position. Like the, the the last year, Daniel Garcia was like being featured all the time, having incredible matches on TV. And then when it came time for the pay per view, like wasn't really featured. And I felt like that was something that was a bit of like a miss. And I feel like they're going to do the same thing with Takeshita, where it's like, hey, we're going to use this guy for TV all the time. But now that it's the pay per view, like he will he be on it? I hope he has a match. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like so. I could see him maybe being uh, positioned for uh, Supercard of Honor, WrestleMania weekend. Okay. Having him in a big ROH dream match. Match maybe. Yeah. You could do the TV title against Joe maybe right, yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, he's he's someone who definitely is a uh, uh, similar to Danielson at the moment. Yeah. Him against anyone is like has my interest. In- instantly watching that match. So and like again, the guy in this past year, he's shown up on everyone's radar, but it's just like. Instant, instantly getting like the the rave reviews and getting everyone's like praise. So. And I think it was important for MJF as well. So, yeah, it was. Because he hasn't wrestled since winning. He the did title the Osprey spot. And, yeah, <laughs> he, he he flipped. He countered off the top rope yeah. into landing on his feet. It's MJF Osprey. Like yes. <laughs> so. There's a dream match right there as Absolutely. well. Kind of showing it. Yeah, the Iron Man match. MJF will definitely prove himself. No doubt about so. it. I mean, you're against Danielson, who yeah. rarely has a. Bad I'm really match. excited for that match as Me well. Too. Yeah. Um, and then he followed up with a, a controversial <laughs> promo, Mr. MJF, uh, talking about, you know, Roadhead and uh, leaving a girl for dead in a car after having somewhat breadsticks somewhere. Olive Garden? <laughs> Olive no, Garden. No, no. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure if he's quoting, if he's, you know, that, that's what every wrestling fan is is arguing about. Like, was this a good promo? Was this distasteful? Was it fucked up? Was it something to promote a pay-per-view with. 
I, this guy is a bad guy. Uh, news flash: This is not real. <laughs> these are not. These are characters. He says a lot of bad things, and he's you know in character, right? Like that's. It's it's always that interesting thing with wrestling, where if you're watching a a TV drama and a bad guy says something racist, you don't get up in arms about it because well, this is a bad guy. Yeah. I've seen him. I've seen him kill people. I've right. seen him, and he dies. And yeah, like I, I've seen him do all this awful stuff. And wrestling, we're at a point now where every the cat's out of the bag. We all yeah. know it's not real, but they're still kind of blurring the lines between being real people. Like they're on Twitter as their like characters' names and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And people get kind of weird about it. I personally, I think I'm okay with it as long as it's done well. It's performed well. This guy is meant to be a piece of shit. So he does say kind of, you know, racially insensitive things to Takeshita, like take a shitter. Um, he calls Tony Schiavone a fat prick. He calls Aubrey Edwards a horse face. Like this isn't, this isn't a nice I guy. thought that was the rudest yeah, thing. Yeah, like Tony Schiavone, everyone got really, on the commentary desk, everyone got angry at him when he said that. Mm. Like it sounded like they were genuinely upset. I thought that was the rudest thing he, he said all night. So it's it's where you step. I can see people like I have seen like oh yeah. this is disgusting. It's like but it's it's not real, guys. Yeah. It's it's scripted television. Yeah, where you're not meant to like this guy and you want to see this guy lose because this guy's a piece of shit. So is this like <laughs> is this a real story? Is he telling the truth? Is this based on a movie? Is this based on other people's stories? It's it's wrestling and this guy's. Meant to get a rise out of us. I think he's doing the, the right job if he's yeah. getting people arguing and talking about it. Uh, great stuff. So what did he say? He said he's driving. He may have had a few drinks, which is obviously what people also are up, upset about. But mm. then he said he's getting a little roadhead. Uh, love the song Roadhead by Japanese Breakfast. Everyone go listen to that later mm. today. Uh, and then he gets in an accident. And then before the cops show up and the ambulance show up, he s- swaps seats with his yeah. girlfriend to make it look like she was the one driving. Yes. Because he didn't want to lose his license. Yeah. Like if this, Jesus. If this was a baby face saying this, yeah, I'd be a little weirded out by it. But I think we're also in an age where people cheer heels. You know, yeah. it, it's the cool heel thing. And I, it's, I think MJF is someone who's trying to fight against that. Right. He doesn't want to be cheered. Right. Like we should go into that match and Danielson should be the pure baby face that people want to see beat this guy. Um, it's very interesting. And I'm, I'm not going to blame people for like not liking it, but personally, I think it's, it's look, it's TV. We're yeah. seeing people uh, hit each other in the head with sledgehammers and bleed and shit. Yeah. Like this ain't real guys. Yeah, exactly. No, I haven't, I don't really have a problem with that. In fact, like I'm don't, I'm not trying to sound gross or anything like that, but I like when wrestling gets a little like that. I like when WWE brings up like, like things that sound more grounded and real and mm. stuff like that. Like, like we joke about like the, the easiest storyline is linking to, you know, someone, uh, sleeping, cheated on their their spouse, and now they're the feud. Like wrestling doesn't need to be so like stretched. Like it can be way more simple than that. And then maybe I'm just maybe I'm more simple. Where it's like you just need simple things to get people upset at you. And this guy didn't. It was not a simple story and promo. It was kind of different compared to things we've seen before. I've seen people comparing it to Katie Vick and Triple H. I don't really. See I that. don't no. like because I didn't see 
the purpose of that. No, really. Yeah. You know, whereas whereas this, I think it's showing that this guy gets away with everything. Yeah. Like he always he always gets his own way, one way or the other. Um, I did see as well kind of an out-of-character thing from MJF this week was, uh, again, tweeting in support of Zachary Wentz. Yeah, and- we, me and Sino talked about it on oh, the yeah. show this week. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, which, which, yeah, that was out of character. But then also I think he ended something in character, which was like, all right, well, <laughs> yeah. hold on a second. But yeah, uh, he was supporting his, his one time – one time roommate, his friend saying mm-hmm. like, look, this guy has not, not only is this all wrong about him, but also here are things to back up that he is like, he fought for me. He helped someone who was bullying me and, yeah. you know, called me names and things like that. So I thought that, you know what, we're, we're the, we're the court, right? Like mm-hmm. all of us as the fans and especially, you know, internet wrestling community and stuff like that. But like me, you know, from, from my view, I'm like, hey, does this guy deserve to have everything cut off for what looks as if like kind of a sabotage of mm. trusting the wrong people and, you know, yeah. something that was from when you were 18 or 19? So, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. How do you, how do you feel? Because me and no, you have I, talked in, in, uh, not on talk, air. And, think, and you know. like, like, sure, that, that photo that came out isn't, uh, isn't a good look no. at all. And I'm not supporting that but also i think people people push the envelope with their friends who they trust and they maybe say things or or do things that they don't mean and are pissing around and don't and don't really see the the consequences of it at the time and there is that level of trust with your friends i mean i i'm not saying that you and i have done nazi shit but we will piss around and say stuff to each other that we wouldn't say on a show. Right. You know, like, yeah. and it's, and it would be a complete break of trust if one of us came out and, don't, sorry, like, we're not going, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not being, we're not yeah, bad yeah. people. No, but no. People do that. And I think, uh, the whole thing with the, the accusations that then seem to be false accusations. And then it just was like, I want to take this guy down and here's this picture. I think it's kind of fucked. And I think when you've got, uh, someone like MJF who is, a very like proud Jewish person. Yeah. Uh, you oh, see him very t- openly very in his openly promos proud. on in TV. His promo, yeah. Twitter, like talking about um, speaking out about anti-Semitism and stuff like that for having someone like him in support yeah. of Wentz. Um, it's, it kind of reminds me of the sort of the Jay Briscoe stuff, you know, where people are like going, no, that's not who this guy is. So I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's all, hazy all these things like we're just people following this news on on twitter right and stuff so who are we to know but like it i did find it interesting and then having wes kind of post the like burberry scarf with the like fist showing respect for him as well like wes is obviously in a very prominent position in nxt right now and they do seem to have high hopes for him and is still sticking by his boy as well it's it's interesting it's interesting and i wouldn't be shocked if we see him come back yeah. uh, to WWE uh, or AEW if that's maybe the not, case. But maybe just being booked a little bit more regularly than he is. I know he is doing the independent He has circuit, been booked. Yeah, he is like, wrestling, yeah. But uh, I think we might see him make a little bit of a, a comeback. Considering considering who is booked in wrestling these For days. Sure. Absolutely. Just Absolutely. Like, like, oh. It's funny where people will draw the line. Or whatever. It is. We're all, again, who who's the, the judge, jury, and executioner in all this 
weird shit. I don't want to be Judge Judy and Executioner. Judge Judy. Name the film. Uh, I can't remember. I know it. Hot Fuzz. Nice. Um, well, you've talked about some of the good stuff this week, but um, what are you making of this whole Ricky Starks, Jericho Appreciation Society, Gauntlet, all of this stuff? I love how Jericho's like, yo, MJF does this like five Jericho has done it too the five things of Jericho or, yeah. or was that because of MJF too I don't know that was MJF Jericho does that yeah. right and so it's like now he's like well then you gotta fight all my guys in one gauntlet thing uh, didn't care about the storyline don't care about the storyline definitely Jericho has, has been on such a high lately actually like he's he had a great last year and I just feel like this feud's going to continue on for a while. I'm not necessarily too invested in it. Uh, I think they are missing the boat with Garcia being the one who should be feuding with Jericho down mm. that by the end of this like thing. Um, the best bit to come out of it was so, so it's the Ricky had to face all of them. Like he had to face daddy magic and uh, Colonel Parker. What's his name? <laughs> uh, yeah. Daddy magic. And, cool hand hand. Uh, and then he had to face Garcia and Daniel and then to get to Jericho. So, to promote it, uh, Daniel Garcia was saying that uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society was going to run a train on Ricky Starks tonight. And I was like, that's a, that's a statement. Uh, so it got me watching that. But as soon as the match started, I did not really care about it. And I think Garcia was the one that they turned into this great project last year. And this, like, he became the lackey again. They seem there is still something brewing with Garcia. They're building the whole him and Sammy thing. And I hope when they pay that off, it then leads to that final, like Jericho yeah. Garcia thing. I, th- I think this is being really detrimental to Ricky Starks because I thought he came off in, in defeat to MJF. I think he came across a bigger star just in those, you know, being able to, to keep up with MJF in promos, like holding his own, own in promos, having a really good match with MJF and then getting that Jericho win. And now he's being pulled into that Jericho vortex where he's going to be feuding yeah. for the next six months. You then had a little distraction with this action Andretti stuff where he seemed to be the he's focus. Teaming with him. And, and teaming yeah. with him. And I just, I don't find the feud interesting. I like Ricky Starks. I like that they're trying to elevate him. But I actually think this is, this is doing the opposite because uh, I don't really see anyone liking this, this feud. Yeah. And, and I think if he, if he just took that that win over Jericho and ran and then maybe moved into TNT title picture or, or something else, it would be way more interesting to me. But I think this is by the time we get the Jericho-Starks match, which I feel will be revolution, which is still a way away, which means we're going to have weeks of this on TV. Yeah. It ain't working. And I think I think a lot of us get... I think Jericho has been having a fantastic run but storyline wise, they do get tired. Yeah, it it just feels a bit recycled, a bit like not not that exciting. But I'm sure the match will be good too. Like Ricky does have good matches, but maybe he's just he's doing whatever he, they want him to do because he's getting ready to leave and hang out with Cody again. <laughs> he was there at the Rumble, carrying his bags to the Rumble. He's gonna be there at Mania, so you know, you know, you know, he's he's got a spot waiting for him. So yeah, uh, and I think he'd, I think he'd do. Well, in WWE, I think he'd maybe do better. I, I'm not like I, I, I like Ricky Starks, but I think he's kind of in the position right now where there is a lot of other people being used that are I'm way more interested in. I just I think that uh, the JAS has just ran its course as well, exactly. especially when it's 
half of it is leftovers from uh, the inner circle. Yeah. As well, it just feels like we've had this this iteration of Jericho now for a while. And, even like yo, even and Sammy just doing the same old shit. And yeah. Hager is the heater. It's it's boring to me now. And like, look, we we all know Garcia wearing the Kangle was awesome. Jake Hager wearing the the bucket hat was pretty funny. It ran its course. They started selling the hat, but now it's been it's been overshadowed again by Finn Balor and his Jamiroquai. Oh yeah, <laughs> fuzzy bucket hat. Virtual insanity. Yeah. My God. Yeah. You know when we were in New York, those guys around uh, Times Square sell those hats. Yeah, and I joked to my girlfriend like they had a, they had a cow one, F- fuzzy cow, big bucket oh, hat, like Scotty too hotty. And she was like, "You you got to buy that, buy buy that." And I was like, "No, no, no." And then like we left that area, and then I went. I regret not buying. It was only like you know fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. I was like, "Hold on." So I, I see someone else selling hats, and I'm like, "Do you have a furry cow bucket hat?" They're like, "Well, I have this one." I was like, "That's." Not the one I want. And I never, mm. I regretted it. I regretted it. Okay. So guys, we're on the lookout for a furry <laughs> cow bucket hat for Braden. Or a zebra. And a DX bucket hat. DX for bucket Detroit. hat. Yeah, yeah. All right. But yeah, uh, Dynamite was great. Looking forward to the pay-per-view going forward. Uh, the Elite, I hope we get a big trios match for the pay-per-view as well. Uh, not sure what direction that's going in. But I kind of hope then we get Kenny kind of doing and the Bucks doing their own thing. But you were talking about the tag title match. Well, you got Danielson and Roosh to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Again, that match was awesome. Uh, Danielson can do no wrong. Roosh kind of proving himself that he he was Ring of Honor champion. There was a reason he gets put in these big positions because he's good. When he wants to show up. It's it's that that, uh, Los Ingobernables thing. Yeah, the vibe. It's the Naito vibe. It's the Andrade vibe. It's, It's phoning it in a lot. But when it's time to show up, they'll show up and... This definitely put Rouge on the map for a lot of people, I thought. I think so. And I'm, I'm happy that it did. And, and obviously Danielson having this crazy run of all the, like the Bandito, the Takeshita, this guy, like, yeah. there's so, the Thatcher was, the Thatcher was probably the worst one, which, I think so, which yeah. still was good. But like, considering all these other ones, this one blew me away. This was so good. And I think Danielson's in this zone, man. He's going to have a crazy year. I'm kind of disappointed they've already, because they said at first it was going to be this right up until the pay-per-view. And then they said, no, he's, he's got it now. He's got yeah, the match. Yeah. But I want these matches every week. Yeah, it doesn't make MJF a heel if he's just no, giving us true. the best fucking matches. Well, that's why he said he yeah, killed he, a guy. That's why he had to change it. He had to re- you know? Yeah, he had to switch it up because he was yeah. like, huh, maybe I am a good but guy. But no, this, ma- this is a, a match I want to go back and rewatch yeah. at some point. And I hope, because we're still very early in the year, I hope I remember this one come December where we're putting our list together because uh, this was excellent. But but so was Takesh to MJF. So was Takesh to Danielson from a few weeks ago. So just, yeah, uh, I'm excited. I don't think Danielson's beating MJF. And after that feud, I hope we get some sort, like give Danielson the TNT title, have him beat Joe, have him have these open challenge matches all the time. And then finally, when someone does get the win over him, it makes that a big moment too. But, but, the titles don't matter, but like giving him a feud where it's about wrestling would help. And I think they need to break up. I love how the, the, the British combat club, what is it? What are they called? Blackpool, Blackpool combat. combat club aren't really a thing, but they're all still a thing. And now he's wearing the shirts. <laughs> I, I see it more as it, it's like their, their dojo. It's like their gym. Yeah. They're not like, they're not like the best friends where they're a faction, but they're like, Oh, these are the, these are the guys I train with. Right. Okay. Uh, we're training buddies, so we'll sometimes pair up and 
then we'll do our own. I don't mind it being yeah. like that. I, I just like you could just announce this guy versus anyone every Wednesday, and I would just be smitten. I'd go out with that. I'd be so happy with that. I think we we almost lost this guy. Yeah, we it's didn't have this crazy. guy. Maybe that makes years, it more special. And I then I think so. And I, I think that there was a period where he was doing. You know, the, the tag with Mox was fun, but it, it's similar to the the Elite, where I I don't really have much interest in it. The, the matches are fun; they're they're like they are spectacular. Yeah. But I've got zero investment in the Elite right now. I'd rather and see. the actual the num the ratings are showing that. Like the the Elite segments have not been good. They they weren't really a draw for Rampage the other week. Um, and I think it's just there's there's more money in the bucks in hot tag team feuds and uh kenny in hot singles feuds and and they're not really doing anything apart from just having fun trios exhibition matches right now yeah hey that that brings a great point look people are saying i saw a lot of people talking to some some friends who loved danielson roosh and someone said to me like that has to be one of the best dynamite matches Mm. if not the best dynamite match and i was like okay it's got to be up there however selfishly was at Kenny Danielson. I still think that's just my favorite AEW match, full stop. Again, we were there. But then I went, yo, wait a second. Why aren't we just going, these guys, fight again. Just fight again. Pay-per-view, like, fight what's again. Kenny, like, why is Kenny doing this? Yeah. Like, Well, he's got some things going on with New Japan, I guess, still. Because there's there's got to be reasons. But he when he comes back, they they dropped, the, I mean, the CM Punk thing and the trios thing, they, that all were hurdles, right? Mm. So, like... I think once we get him out of this, like he will be pushed in a prominent position. I heard uh, John and Way talking the other day about the possibility of like Mark Briscoe and FTR going for the trios. Okay. Well, I don't which, think that's that's happening be at all because of the ending of Dynamite shows. We're going into. Com- well, yeah. Else. So let's go on to that. <laughs> we had the acclaimed defending the uh, the tag, tag team titles. titles against the Guns. And the guns pulling up off a bit of an upset victory. Uh, no heel turn from from Daddy Ass. Daddy Ass staying with the acclaimed. But uh, yeah, the guns to a lot of negativity I've seen uh, online in this arena. Just quiet. It quiet. wasn't even boo. It was just like, oh. huh. Uh, what did you make of this? Yeah, look, I, I'm not as down on the the ass boys as everyone else is. I think they're they've become pretty good and very unlikable, which mm. like again is a good thing too. And I think they have improved in some wrestling, but I, I do agree that I think it was the the wrong decision, uh, mm. just because they're not there yet. And looking at all the other teams in the in the short history of AEW who've never won the tag titles, like you almost would feel like a. You'd want a Trent and Chucky T to have yeah. a kind of run at yeah. some point, or like Help. Santana and Ortiz never held. Yeah, it. it's, exactly. It's all these other teams. Like again, I want to give them praise. They have been been good at like taunting and being like you know just they're not over at all. They were they've been used and pres- positioned as like you know this for a while. So to just switch it and give them the titles is. Pretty like uh, re- really like wet fart reaction, and again, I I do think they're pretty good and funny and make me laugh in certain things, but definitely not in that in that spot yet. But this clearly means they're they're winning these to lose them. Yeah, which it's so. I think what's interesting is AEW often the people who have won the like I, I'd say the whole time the title winners have kind of deserved it. 
Whereas we've seen in, in WWE, sometimes you give someone a title to try and elevate them. Right. Where, you know, it's what it, the, does the championship make the, the person or does the person make the championship? And I think up until now, it's been the person making the championship. And I think this is, we're giving the guns this to try and elevate them. And I think they can hold their own. Call them by their real name. The, the ass boys. boys. I think they have held their own on uh, on the promos and stuff like that. That has elevated them. We've not seen the... I'm not saying they're terrible in ring, but we've not seen that level in ring yet that we come to expect. The Acclaimed really stepped up. Obviously, they had that swerve in our glory match before winning the titles where people went, okay, hello. Yeah. And then they had more than that after the, the FTR match, the the Jarrett and Lethal match. Um, and it just seems almost like, look, we want to get these titles on FTR. We're afraid if we book FTR versus the acclaimed, we're going to damage one of these hot baby face exactly. teams, which I can totally see. But it's like, okay, did you, is it, is it a smart decision? If the end goal is to get it on FTR, uh, so you don't have to have that headache or is it cowardice? It's clearly them, doing it for FTR because the guns even in their photo were doing the replicating. Yeah, they're teasing. They have the the Casa Azul tequila, which FTR always have. Yes. They're taunting them. And they said, you know, top guns out kind of thing. So clearly we're getting FTR coming back. Like in a in a perfect world, we're getting FTR and CM Punk attacking the elite and taking those titles Mm. as well from those guys. But like, you know, Dax did tweet out this week. I miss wrestling. So he's coming back back soon. Yeah. Cause he watched the guns win the fucking titles. So he's like, ah, that's not, that's not a thing that's going to be a long term. FTR will definitely come back. They'll become the champs. What I, what I don't like is like immediately after on rampage, uh, the acclaimed are in a different feud. And I, I hate that. Yeah. Like I, I think you need to be, pissed off about what's happening rather than being yeah oh i'm gonna jay lethal's stolen the golden globe like come on <laughs> yeah uh that's maybe, what i think is disappointing maybe the acclaimed and daddy ass win the trios titles okay all right <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> you have a too sweet scissor me spot yeah in the sure true yeah um any other AEW talk I loved this week's episode. I thought the wrestling really hit. Just the only real down point was the kind of like flat finish with the guns kind of winning mm-hmm. them there. Uh, but maybe they'll they'll impress with with FTR coming back for that match. But again, solid uh, episode going forward. Will like there's t- again the Kota Ibushi thing, the elite Kenny Omega thing. Like I feel like Kenny Omega can be used a lot better, but they're like purposely waiting off MJ. You know, not everyone can be the the main guy at the time. But like a Kenny MJF thing, I don't think is something that will be going to happen Kenny MJF I don't think they'll go that route no I I don't I don't see I don't see Kenny necessarily being in the title picture anytime soon but I would like him in a feud of some sort whether singles feud of some sort yeah like like again very open of how he's my he's my favorite to watch and he's like kind of a special attraction and they don't treat it that way so to throw him in like a rampage six-man trios thing like sure you'd be happy you're there live because you get to see the trios and stuff like that. But like he could be treated as such a way bigger, which they had in the past that, that grand slam, you treated both these guys as like the biggest thing. It's like, they don't it treat wasn't it for- re- I mean, the, the tag run with page was, was great, but yeah. even then you're going, okay, but this is good. But why is he in a, yeah. in a tag view? It's, it's been a weird run in AEW for him. Like, obviously he's had good matches, but I think you saw it. You had him on that, 
in New Japan at Wrestle Kingdom against Osprey, and he felt like a level up than any Kenny we've Still seen. Still untouchable. Any yeah. Kenny we've the seen. Go- the, 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 the high, right? Yeah, the highest form. Like, yeah. I, he'll, he'll have another crazy few matches. I, th- in New I think you will do the Osprey match in the States at some point. Yeah. Uh, or do you do that in the UK? At a big show if they do it in the UK. Like, they still haven't announced AW coming to uh, coming London coming at soon. some point. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. Where the hell is Kota Ibushi? That's what I want to know. I need some golden lovers in my life. And that's yeah. all. Everything in my life will be happy. if <laughs> I feel like anyone watching the Super Bowl, if you're a big, you know, you're a Phillies fan, your team wins, you just feel happy. If the golden lovers just reunite, everything in my life will fall into place. <laughs> to take on Sammy and Kevin Owens in WWE. Uh, no, imagine <laughs> the Young Bucks versus Sammy and Kevin, like, yeah. in, in 2023. That would be crazy. But, yeah. like, yeah. The, the possibilities are we endless. We need Vince to retire again first. Again. That happen. <laughs> hey, just want to say, it's really nice. No Vince on our, our news list this week. Well, actually, no. <laughs> um, well, let's... Talking of Kota Ibushi, let's head over to Japan, uh, where we had the what was it the New Beginning show? Yeah, um, which was headlined by uh, by sorry Takagi and Okada, which you watched just before this. Yeah, I just put that on because a few of uh, our friends in the chat were saying uh, that match was awesome. Yeah, it was just that. I mean, anytime either of those guys wrestle, they're they're pretty great. So uh, a pretty solid battle. Not. Uh, not up to par with some of the the recent stuff, but I'm interested in seeing that Okada. Uh, oh man, I'm blanking on the game. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see that. That feud is still very interesting. Uh, Okada also attacked him and hit him with a rainmaker, which again setting up the drama for that match. Yeah. But uh, but then that match was sick. But then there was also. Yeah, the bigger talking point was Jay White Hikaleo. Jay White was a bigger talking yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which Hikaleo won in a in a loser leaves Japan match. So Jay White leaving Japan. Uh, I did see this match, which actually uh, I was surprised with. Uh, Jay White is a bit hit and miss with me. I, th- I think he's a very good wrestler, but sometimes has dull matches. Yeah. Um, Hikaleo hasn't done it for me at all so far, but I thought both told a really good story in this match and I thought Hikaleo actually showed some some promise for like a big guy it's like okay you're you're capable of some things you can do a few more things than just being the big guy and obviously got that like Tongan legacy behind him as yeah. well um and ending with Jay White giving a final two sweep knowing he's defeated before being choke slammed and then uh fist bumping Tanahashi on his way out obviously his whole you were there his yeah. whole Whole New Japan journey started with Tana. The knife pervert. But Jay White leaving Japan, uh, he does have one more match with New Japan in the States, taking on Eddie Kingston, who's feuding with everyone right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you follow his Twitter, he's feuding with everyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what do you think is next for, for Jay White? WWE. I think so. With the Good Brothers. Okay. Just slide him right in there. Do the whole thing. Do the whole, hey, he's from Japan. so he's While cool. AJ's out. Yeah. Have that, and then AJ comes back jealous. Do the match. Got a feud right there. Yeah, exactly. I like if if Logan Paul wasn't tied up with Rollins. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jay White, Seth. It'd be a I think you same could do, match. You could do a Seth gimmick where every year it's a surprise opponent, right. and it's unfortunately he loses. But yeah. um, I don't think you get the same reaction from a Jay White at WrestleMania. <laughs> not as Cody, but I think there'd be interest. I I think Seth. Jay White is a match you will oh, yeah. go to. I think that sounds... They're the same person. Pretty, they are pretty much. <laughs> um, I think he complete just 
promo. Uh, I do think he has a star presence. Uh, I think he could be slotted right at the top of the card. In Absolutely. I, I would put no him in NXT. Yeah, uh, just yeah. go right in there. Uh, have him feud with Seth pretty much immediately. Have him attack Seth after the Logan match or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, I can see it being pretty imminent, him going there. Yeah, I just don't see him in, in AEW uh, anymore. I don't see where he'd fit in. Yeah. Even when they did use him, he was... Yeah. He debuted backstage Attacking and then someone. had a match on Rampage. I don't even know if I watched yeah. any of his TV matches. Yeah. He had the, the four-way, obviously, but other than that, uh, they didn't really utilize him well at all. So I think he's, he's completely just tailor-made for WWE. I think he'll do a great job if given mm. the opportunity. So absolutely. Breathe with the switchblade in WWE, maybe. All right. Well, speaking of WrestleMania, we had some matches announced this last week yeah. um, for WrestleMania weekend, and it's already looking pretty stacked. Um, but uh, one of the big talking points is Kodorobushi, who's going to be facing Mike Bailey at Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 9. Yeah, look, WrestleMania this year has my interest. Just the two nights sound great with all the whole bloodline and all the possibilities of some great wrestling. But as is everything else that happens WrestleMania weekend, including like all the, the GCW stuff and Kota Bushi being a free man, very quickly, he wasn't even free and he was posting and sharing his future matches, including this one, Kota Bushi, Mike Bailey, which sounds absolutely crazy. Definitely going to be watching that and buying that one. And if that's not enough, I mean, he's also going to be wrestling on a bunch of other shows. And Mike Bailey is probably going to have the craziest. I think it's in the same 24 day. Hours. Yeah, like he's in the facing, span of 24 hours. He's facing Ibushi and Osprey in the same day. And then I think Vikingo the following day. Oh, man. Which, like, how? Yeah. How do you do this? Yeah. Uh, and then we're get, so Vikingo, I think, is also facing... Is he going to face Kota Ibushi? Or is that the one I was talking about, Triple Mania? That, that might happen. Right. But yeah, man, like any of these things. Speedball is going to come out of this being, again, two years in a row, like the top indie star who put on like the t- most talked about, mm. you know, deep cuts of wrestling fans, you know, who do, who do check out these things. And he will be considered a star. But he, Speedball Osprey, Speedball Ibushi, Speedball Vikingo, take all my money. I'm going to be buying all I'm interested in the, the Ibushi... Bailey match because it's blood sports, so it's not your traditional kind of wrestling match either. It's those blood sports. So, so you're saying Coda's coming out with his toes out? Well, it'll be it'll be Killer Coda, won't Killer it? Coda with his toes out. Yeah. So I, I am curious how that's going to look. And Chris Elliott uh, reminding us in the YouTube chat that uh, this Fight Plus deal means you get all the collective shows for just five bucks this year. What? Yeah. So they've they've struck a good deal with fight. Um, oh my god! So that I'm, sounds great. I'm considering maybe uh, like booking the Friday off work this Just year, watching a bunch. Um, because I think I think the Ibushi Bailey match is on the Thursday. I think that's kind of where it starts, and I'll be taking the Saturday off for Mania anyway. I'm so. thinking of taking that Friday off because it's the Shrek rave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, okay, I'm thinking maybe, yeah, we could... I thought that was Saturday. They're no. both nights. Okay, so, uh, yeah, we can we can have a few days off, maybe do a, a Sunday show talking of some highlights, yeah. and then possibly a Monday night talking about Mania Night 2 yeah. or something like that. Uh, Absolutely. I think it could be quite fun. But I, I'm kind of into... Uh, some years I'm like, nah, it's, uh, there's stuff that doesn't quite take my attention, but I think there's a lot this year. So uh, this... Yeah, it, it is starting to feel like a, a WrestleMania I'm kind of 
um, jealous about not going to, which I haven't felt the last few years. Yeah, just because of the actual, like, some of these matches. And, and uh, you know, you've, if you listen to us, you know we are big fans of the base god, Gringo Loco. Yep. Uh, he's got his Gringo Loco World on Lucha too, which, which was again, awesome, awesome. Yeah, this, this show is definitely going to be worth all of that stuff. But speaking of Gringo Loco, we're going to be watching him this upcoming Thursday night in Toronto. If you are in the GTA, definitely get a ticket to Demand Lucha. We have talked about this before, and we've even run into listeners who've shown up, and they've agreed, like, wow, this is great. We've made this our, our like, home base. We've taken non-wrestling fans to these shows only praise this love it yeah um, gringo kids. gringo is our, our guy he's their champ right now and he's facing joey janela this thursday night you know there's gonna be some lucha doors lucha doors tables possibly hurricane ronas all that stuff yeah this this demand lucha uh, our friend jordan who runs demand lucha is just fantastic and these yeah. shows are so much fun and this thursday we're gonna have a great time the white claws will be cracking mm. tequila will be pouring demand lucha yeah, go, honestly, guys, it's it's the most fun um, most fun indie show uh, I go to um, in the city. And and I didn't realize this until just recently. I told you our friend Tom was at a AAA show, and he he actually does watch a lot of AAA. He's a big fan, and he 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 made me realize that Sam Adonis, who's also on the show, is Corey Graves' brother. Oh, okay. I had no right. idea. Okay, yeah. So uh, he will be on the show as well. Uh, Jimmy Hart's gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. I. I <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I, I wish we got to get a chance to talk to him or something. That'd be. And then we got the the medics as well. Our, our local favorite. Yeah, Jack Evans is facing Sam Adonis. Yeah, that's, okay. so that'll be pretty cool. cool. Yeah, I gotta try to. I, I gotta try to get a session with uh... Jimmy Lloyd versus Jody Threat. I didn't know that had been announced. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this will be a fun show. Absolutely. They're always fun. We we love our indie wrestling here too, and especially when it's in our home home state here home home city so demand lucha and parkdale toronto is is an absolute ball but yeah uh shout out indie wrestling because like again you're you're mentioning this stream deal that's that's all i can praise man i would not be checking these out if it wasn't so accessible i kind of feel indie wrestling is kind of coming back because there was that period of i think the period of time where AEW started which took kind of all your indie. indie favorites and then anyone else with any other kind of buzz WWE just signed. Yeah. And then you've had you had the mass releases and then you've had these other people on the rise and a, a GCW kind of starting to grow in popularity. I kind of feel the indies are coming back now and having your stars like a a Mike Bailey, a Gringo Loco, a Joey Janela who can kind of lead yeah. This thing as well, I, I'm I'm feeling the indies are starting to get hot again. It was definitely a down point uh, for the last few years, I'd say. For five, like for for only five bucks to access like a bunch of shows like that, like yeah, being able to accept look, a demand lucha is somewhere in Toronto. They do streaming as well, so mm-hmm. you can watch these shows as well, which like is such a big thing and 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 works in so much ways for then anyone can ex- access this and watch it. And helps like, these companies. Too. Yeah, and, and the wrestlers and everyone, right? So, like, the fact that the internet now is so crazy where everyone has their little streaming things and stuff is is incredible. And that's why I, I love to support and, and will be watching. Well, obviously, we're going to be in our Demand Lucha, but come WrestleMania weekend with the GCW, the whole collective thing, mm. like, absolutely worth it. You know, we don't work with them or talk with anyone there, but we we would say it's definitely worth your money because, like, that sound, all those matches, all those shows – Sound awesome, and we'll be definitely talking about them come WrestleMania weekend. Kota Ibushi, though, oh, yeah. like please, Kota, wrestle in 
wrestle like in AEW, even if it's like a few matches here and there. Do the Triple Mania stuff. Do what? Just do it, man. Just do it. Kodorobushi Orange Cassidy. Take yeah. the Atlantic title and just <laughs> he's gonna take smack it all around up. WrestleMania weekend. Kota Ibushi in WWE. He's also teased that he's in, he's not ruling WWE out. Okay. So, like, there you go. Kota Ibushi versus Cody. The rematch yeah. from Wrestle Kingdom a few years ago. I was at that one. That was the same one I was at. Roman. <laughs> Cody, Kota versus Roman. Be interesting. Cody, Kota Ibushi would slap this shit out of yeah, Roman. Yeah. 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 Teach that Karrion Cross how to fucking throw a punch. <laughs> Jeez. Man, I watched SmackDown this week. That guy sucks. He sucks. He is just... Terrible. Terrible. I want to like him, but I just, no, not at all. Uh, so, like, <laughs> we, we've got a friend who, are, who I work with, was over for, for Christmas, and we had SmackDown on at the bar on Friday, uh, sound off, as yeah. whatever. And he just goes, this guy, his entrance is cool. Like, I kind of like yeah. the black and white lighting. This girl's hot. I'm, am I wrong in saying he's pretty shit, though? And I'm like, no, not at all. Like, you look at him and you go, yeah, you should be good. You should be good. Yeah. You've got everything working for you. Why are you not good? You suck. Yeah. yeah. Um, any other news? Any any other bits and bobs you want to talk about? Yeah, some other little things here. Next week, obviously, is Elimination Chamber, but it's also about the match everyone, sort of everyone, is talking about Mercedes Monet. Versus Kyrie. This is completely lost steam, right? Yeah, absolutely. No steam whatsoever. And it's some fan, the fans who are invested started a hashtag saying that these two should main event because it looks as if it won't be main eventing that wow. show, which I think it should if it's her I first think it should. match. But uh, yeah, Sasha Banks making her return to wrestling outside WWE for the first I f- time. I feel her first match should have been soon after Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. You know, like I think her Wrestle Kingdom debut wasn't good. Um, and then to not have any time to kind of wipe that that stink away. Yeah. Um, people like she's old news now. That we know how quickly this news cycle like goes around in wrestling. Uh, this match doesn't feel hot at all, and it really should. It's two of my two of my Favorites. favorite wrestlers. Full stop. That are having a match, and I I keep on forgetting it's happening. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. We'll definitely talk about it in some way, shape, or form in the next week or so. But. Uh... I definitely think they've lost steam. Even if you've like, obviously you don't have weekly shows to like promote and stuff, but like web stuff, Twitter stuff, anything to like hype up this match. And I feel like there hasn't been any of that uh, going forward, but uh, maybe they'll, they'll prove everyone wrong and they'll have a a banger, but uh, really hoping they do. And she clearly has to win this match from take the title from Kyrie. But, uh, but yeah, Uh, other, other things I saw Billy Gunn, and Road Dog think they're hot shit. They said DX wasn't anything until they joined. Uh, they just love Billy Gunn. You're doing fine right now. You don't need to be doing the the Road, the Road Dog, Dog thing. talking shit to stay relevant. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> thought that was funny. I, I think there's an argument to say the acclaim weren't shit until uh, Billy Gunn, Billy Gunn joined. There you but go. But DX, to say that about that, I mean, I in defense, they are the iteration of DX I remember the most because that's right. when like yeah. I was into it. And but yeah, you mean not 2006 DX? <laughs> oh no, I wasn't watching at all then. Um, yeah, yeah uh, that John Cena was caught wearing a skirt and socks I and heels. Saw, yeah. I mean, caught. It looks like he's filming a movie, obviously. So yeah. uh, either way, stuff. good for him. Love it. Uh, Love it. 
Yeah, anything <laughs> else in wrestling? Uh, what else was there? Because I have some other things from the group. From the uh, group? Oh, oh uh, please, uh, go for like, it. Like, have you ever read the conspiracy theory that the babies on Rugrats weren't real and all just figments of Angelica's imagination since her parents didn't pay attention to her? I have. I remember uh, uh, kind of growing up that people would talk about that. It's, it's pretty deep, but yeah. I, I kind of like it. There's some theories there. Yeah. There's some theories that, like, all the kids are, like, not alive and are we're like dead or geez uh, yeah Get i like that. the i like the pixar theories um yeah i think the there's one that uh jesse in toy story is actually andy's mom the girl that left jesse behind is andy's mom and oh. that woody is an old family toy and they're always part of the there's all these good and like tying every movie together in pixar well you want to talk about bits and bobs i mean the biggest news this week mm. is toy story 5 it's happening? It's official. All right. We got Zootopia 2, Frozen, I don't know, 3 or something, or Frozen 2. I don't know. Never seen Frozen, but Toy Story 5 is a go. I am I think when they announced Toy Story 4, I was like, oh, but it ended so perfectly with Toy Story 3, and then Toy Story 4 happened. I have full faith. Yeah. I think it's, I've said this before, the greatest series of movies all t- of all time. So this could potentially ruin that. <laughs> it could. It could. could bomb the whole it franchise. I, I have faith. If they've, <laughs> I got a good, if they've got a good script. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I've got faith. I'm down. I'm down. They haven't had a dud. Yeah, I I I haven't seen Buzz Lightyear the movie because it doesn't really have the doesn't same. Count. Yeah. Doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. It, it's the real Buzz. It's what the toy is based on. It's not. They should have made it live action. I would have been so into that if they did True. that live action. Like the guy is uh, who is it? Chris. Chris Pratt. Uh, Chris Pratt. No, not Chris Pratt. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Okay. Chris Evans. Like just do live action. With Chris Evans, yeah. would have been way better. Would have, I definitely would have got stoned and watched that. But yeah. the, the, this one didn't have too mm. much going into it. Um, Alex Black asks Rob Zombie's Halloween films versus the recent Halloween trilogy. Uh, I like the first uh, Rob Zombie one. I really hate the second Rob's. I still think Halloween Rob Zombie's Halloween Two is probably my least favorite Halloween. I liked the newest one more than HD really? from Rob Zombie. I still haven't seen Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. Don't. Don't. Well, we will in about four years. On our reviews? Yeah, on our, on oh. our reviews, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of doing that slowly and slowly, Alex. You can go back and listen to all our Halloween, Halloween reviews. Ones, yeah. We'll get there in about 2026, <laughs> something like that. Um, and then Rob Thomas Solo versus Matchbox 20. Look, uh, nothing can top the pure artistry of the crazy combination of... Rob Thomas and Carlos Santana with Smooth. Yeah, I mean that's that's like, the only time he's like, relevant for me. Like when that. he's with Santana. But Matchbox Twenty had some bangers, so they both equally on their own uh, stay are the are both like thing. But Smooth is like is like up there. Like everyone knows it that still song. slaps. Yeah, like it's played all the time, all and it's just so good. But uh, yeah, you know I love my Rob Thomas. Great question from the audience. And finally, Chiefs or Eagles? Uh, Eagles? I don't, I'm going Eagles. I'm picking Eagles because Tony Danza made a movie where he was a garbage man who turns into a, a pro football player, and he played for the Eagles. All right. So there you have it. There you have it. Your your expert analysis for this. What what number is it? 50? 50, Play button. 55? 56? <laughs> something like that? Uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. Tell, Super Bowl tell 190. Us, tell us. Uh, oh, you know what else uh, is pretty crazy? Uh, shout out uh, the, shout out uh, Joe Biden flexing the U.S. government uh, muscles by shooting down uh, these these Chinese 
what are they? Air, air balloons? What are those? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know? You've been out of the loop? Yeah. Oh, so we're being spied on by what they allegedly being spied on by what the Americans think is the Chinese government. Well, with, obviously. I mean, yeah. TikTok. Tell, tell us something I don't know. <laughs> TikTok. Uh, TikTok is exactly doing that. No, so these like UFOs mm. have been spotted and they've finally been shooting them down. So we don't know what they are, but they're exactly that. UFOs. They could be fucking and Biden's aliens. been personally shooting no, no. them down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just on the top so. of the White House with like a, a rifle. <laughs> oh, he's shooting anything now. Uh. <laughs> Except his, his, his nine pills he's got to yeah, take exactly. before he wakes up. Yeah. Uh, so the last thing. Megan Fox is single. Oh! She posted a photo with some captions basically saying uh, so, someone was unfaithful to her. MGK. Machine, come on. <laughs> Kelly, gun, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so uh, deep Instagram people have realized she has, unfo- she has deleted all photos with him on her Instagram. So you know it's official when the photos of your couple get taken down on the social media. And then she unfollowed him. And then fans noticed she followed Eminem. Oh, that's probably just to stick the knife. Yeah, in. yeah. Well, Megan, if if you're listening, I suggest you check out uh, last week's episode of Was Next uh, because ten out of ten girls will recommend Head Game that's Strong. Right. That's right, Megan Fox, fellas. Megan Fox is single. Shoot your shot. Uh, anything can happen in this life. So she's uh, she's free. She's upset at Machine Gun Kelly for possibly come on. Doing that. You knew that one wasn't going to last. Uh, <laughs> we all kind of had it. I thought they were together forever. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys, for listening to us talk about some wrestling here today on the yeah, show. We chat. appreciate you listening and checking us out here on the Poison Rana feed. Hit that subscribe, like, retweet, all that fun stuff. It goes a long way. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a nice little review. Tell your friends about us. We will be back on Tuesday night on the post-wrestling feed to talk all about some NXT and uh, going forward in a, in a few, like, 50 days or so to stand and deliver, maybe we'll give some predictions on what the card will shape up to be. So go look for that on Tuesday. But you do want to hear more of us. It's only 5 bucks. Patreon.com slash PoisonRana. You get access to, like, 500 podcasts. So many things that we do. We have a ball podcasting. And uh, if you need some podcasts for those long drives, those lovely walks, uh, smoke sessions, whatever mm-hmm. it is, however your listening habits, go check us out. It's only 5 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Thank you, guys. Check out the YouTube. All that stuff. We love and appreciate you. At Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Oh, and rest in peace, Lanny Poffo. Ahoy!